the Funk Rocket Show is sponsored by Epic Merch Store, an amazing website supporting the worldwide punk rock scene where you can find tons of merch for bands like Good Riddance, Dead by Stereo, Much the Same, Kool-Aid, Friends of Rom, Useless ID, Voodoo Glow Skulls, and a lot of smaller bands that you need to discover. They've also recently added some official Tony Slime merch. You can find t-shirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, and kids merch with exclusive designs, all with a flat rate shipping cost, which is very great. So if you're addicted to band merch like I am, go to epicmerchstore.com. Hello Punk Rockers, salut les punk, welcome to the Punk Rocket Show episode 44. My name is Emily, I live in Quebec City in Canada and I'm your host. I also really love punk rock music. Today my guest is Stéphane Brand of the band No Fun At All, Atlas Losing Grip, Enemy Alliance, etc. He was on the show last week with Inge Mal talking about No Fun At All, but this week I'm alone with him and we're gonna talk about being sober in the punk rock scene. We both are sharing our stories and I'm gonna read some of your stories too. You're gonna hear some songs from Link 80, the story so far and after the fall. So take a sober drink and enjoy! Hello my friends, how are you today? I'm good. I am more than excited to hear the new Willem Scream album, Lose Your Delusion. It's gonna be out in April. And I can't wait because the new song, Be One to No One, is so great. I still have some hope to see them play live in February, twice in a row in Quebec City. I have my tickets. <laughs> even if, even if everything is shut down again here. I'm maybe I'm in denial, but I still hope to see them on a stage. Also, I've been trying to write lyrics for my own band, my new band, and oh my god, it's so hard! I feel like I have so many things to say, but when it's time to put it in short sentences in English, which is my second language, if you haven't noticed yet, <laughs> it feels like it's not deep enough. I feel like my lyrics are shallow. How can I? put all my thoughts on a specific topic in a two-minute, very, very fast song. <laughs> I don't know. But the process is fun. I love to do it, actually, even if it's really hard. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I think I have a good idea. So I write it and then I try to sing it. And I'm like, fuck, I need to remove a word because it doesn't fit, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I think what's going to happen is like, for example, if I want to talk about racism, Instead of saying all the nuances I have in my mind, and my brain, maybe it's gonna be very simple, like, fuck racism, I hate racist people, that's it. <laughs> Is it punk? I don't know. Or maybe I'm gonna write lyrics with a lot of English mistakes in it. Who knows? Stay tuned. But if you are writing some lyrics and you have any tips for me, I'll take it. DM me on Instagram. I'm so excited about this episode today. I've been receiving lots of requests about doing an episode about sobriety. It's gonna be a long episode today because I want to play like four songs and I talked with Stefan for a while. <laughs> But before diving into the topic of the day, which is punk rock and sobriety, let's listen to a song of the fantastic new album from After the Fall, Isolation. Such a great album. Okay, 
okay, okay, okay. I listened to it while I was doing groceries and I did my grocery very quickly. <laughs> I bought a lot of veggies while listening to this album. It's so, so, so good. I want to listen to their song Degradation. The lyrics are very, very powerful. And I forgot to ask the band permission because I just decided to play them. I'm just too excited because the album is so good. So let's listen to them right now after the fall on the Punk Rocket Show. of the day, punk rock and sobriety. Like I said earlier, sometimes I'm asking you on social medias if you have any topic ideas for the show. And I got a lot of suggestions about sobriety and punk rock. Some of you asked me specifically about the straight edge movements, but since I'm not educated enough about that, I prefer to focus on sobriety in general today. And since Stefan was already on the show last week, I asked him if he wanted to do another episode with me, but about sobriety. I've been following him for a while and I always love to see his post about sobriety, about his milestones that he posts about. And he agreed to share his story with us. I will also talk about why I'm taking breaks from alcohol from times to times, about how my perception of alcohol has changed through the years. I was also interested to know your stories and your perception about this topic. And I received so many answers from you guys. It's incredible. And I will probably make a part two of this topic. You talked to me about some musicians having an influence on you becoming sober or straight edge. Like Jay Bentley of Bad Religion, Chris from Strung Out, Russ Rankin of Good Riddance. Oh, by the way, I'm going to interview him soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to talk to him about this topic for sure. I also Justin from Motion City Soundtrack, Amy Interrupters and Stefan Bratt. Having someone in your favorite bands being straight edge or sober is amazing. It makes you realize that you can play music, you can go on tour or just enjoy shows and having still a lot of fun sober. 
Some of you talked to me about how hard it is to stay sober in shows and others told me it was easier at shows surrounded by punk rock friends because they can focus on the music more. I personally struggle with shows <laughs> when I take breaks from alcohol and I go to punk rock shows or I play shows. It's hard for me. Yeah. Some people told me that they had to stop going to shows or play music for several months while getting sober because they wanted to focus on recovering. And I totally understand that. It's a great move. Um, someone told me he's a musician and he loves to get a little drunk on stage, but he prefers to watch shows sober. That's very interesting. <laughs> I like that. Someone else said, it would be nice to have a conversation about being sober without being straight edge. Sobriety needs to be normalized as there are too many musicians who fall into alcoholism. That's a very good point. Another guy said he used to see punk rock and uh, drugs and alcohol as going hand in hand because drinking heavily and doing drugs is not mainstream, so it's punk. <laughs> he used to hate Jan Mackey and other straight edges because they seem to be too preachy. But now he totally changed his mind as he was growing older because he lost friends because of drugs and alcohol. That's really sad. I'm so sorry, man. And he said, I'm still drinking too much, but I'm not trying to puke standing up and think that's cool anymore. <laughs> yeah, we change over time, right? I got messages from people who said they stopped drinking because they only wanted to improve their health. I totally relate to this personally. You said that you discovered a new passion for sports or hiking and had to quit drinking. Well, it's hard to say quit drinking, quit drinking. <laughs> you had to quit drinking to be able to do it because hangovers were too bad and it made you cancel your favorite sports, gym, etc. And for some people, it's the opposite. When they stopped drinking, they realized they wanted to try new things. So they decided to go to the gym Someone else told me that they wanted to stop drinking or taking drugs because it just got old and they were just tired of this. What else did you tell me? Oh, yeah, a lot of people told me that they still like to drink and do some drugs and they love to be a little drunk or buzzed at punk rock shows. I also got messages from people who are struggling right now and they want to try to stop to get sober. They wish venues had more fun, non-alcoholic options. I'm sending you all my love and support and I agree uh, some venues should definitely have more choices of sober drinks. But there is hope. Some punk rockers told me that they, they quit drinking or taking drugs. They relapsed a few times and punk rock helped them to be back to sobriety. That's beautiful. I love this. I love punk rock too. It helps us for so many things. The only thing that made me sad is that both sober and not sober punk rockers told me that they were feeling judged sometimes by the others. Like sober people are judging drinking people and drinking people are judging sober people. So come on, guys, don't judge. Just respect. Enjoy the show. Live and let die. Or like Tony Sly would say, live or let die. 
Thank you guys for all your answers. You'll see in the interview I had with Stefan that we are talking about a lot of things you mentioned. I also asked you for some song suggestions about talking about sobriety or addiction. I received a lot of ideas. Thank you guys. I should do a playlist if it can motivate some of you and give you support. Repugmentation. The song you named the most was Link 80 and their song Addiction. I really like this song, so let's listen to it. I didn't ask them permission either. I'm very bad this week <laughs> with band authorizations. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just decided very last minute which songs I'm gonna play on this episode. Eee! my conversation with Stefan. It was so generous to share his story with me. I can't believe this. I'm very, very grateful about this. Thank you, Stefan. 
I'm sure that a lot of people will relate to his story. I also, like I said, share my own concerns about alcohol. And even if both of us, even if both of our stories are very different, you'll notice some common ground. In the middle of the interview, you're going to listen to a song from Enemy Alliance in which Stefan plays. Enjoy and please tell me what you think. How are you right now? I'm good. I'm drinking a Swedish... Uh, It's like a Christmas soda. Thing. Oh, a Christmas. It, it tastes like a Christmas candy cane. Nah, no, it tastes weird. I, I think you, would, <laughs> you wouldn't like it. <laughs> I'm still on my sparkling water and my boyfriend nice. is making me a coffee. He's going to bring me a latte soon. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You deserve yeah. it. I'm lucky. I'm going to have yeah. a coffee. Uh, coming to exactly. me. Yeah, because uh, you have a more. It's a morning uh, over at your place, or is it uh, noon? Like uh, yeah, it's noon. I, I usually have a coffee in the morning and one in the afternoon. But now with my cold or COVID or flu or I don't yeah. know, maybe I need a little more caffeine. <laughs> yeah, I understand you. I understand you. Yeah. I hope you get better soon. Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah, I'm. I will survive this. It's just annoying. Super fun yeah, of course. I, hear my amazing flu voice. <laughs> no, I can't hear any difference. No? It oh. sounds totally good, so no problem. Maybe the cold pills kicked in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Helps a little. Hope so, so. We had an episode about no fun at all, and I really yeah. wanted to talk to you about being sober on tour, being sober mm. in the punk rock world, because I've yeah. been following you for a while. And I think it's amazing that you share a lot of your story, a lot of your milestones. And it's a topic that I've been requested to do by the oh. listeners. I'm happy uh, to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm also in a journey of, I, I would say, sober curiosity. I know yeah, some yeah. people hate that that word, but it's no. what relate the most to me for now. It so makes thought, sense. Yeah, yeah. I thought we could share both of our stories to the listeners and see. I asked the listeners for question about that for you, and I yeah. got a lot of messages saying, "Oh, Stefan is amazing, big support. <laughs> I love to follow him. Uh, I'm happy to I'm hear. sober too, uh, etc." So. Yeah, yeah. It's a good opportunity. Thank you. It's uh What up, man? How you doing? <laughs> hey, all good. How are you? <laughs> I got my coffee. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, nice. I thought it was amazing to talk about that. So Absolutely. I I look forward. Yeah, so first of all, we could share both of our story. Do you want to yeah. to start like um what's your Absolutely. story with sobriety? Share what I you mean, want to share. I don't want to go too deep if you don't. So no, no, no. You choose what you want to share. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, you know, I feel pretty, how do you say, secure in talking about this. Mm -hmm. it's, it's been quite a few years now. Um, Eight years or so? Nine years uh, this December. So, yeah. Oh, good it's job. Almost, almost 10 years. That's amazing. <laughs> But it's uh, from the beginning me being open with it uh it it's for the first reason i think was to not fall back myself mm. if i told people that i quit and this is for real and everybody knew it 
Yeah. Then it felt more uh, hard. I felt harder and like embarrassing if I would fall back and totally. It's like a pressure fail. on yourself. I told I yeah told from from the beginning it was like that. Uh, I wanted people to know because I I really I made up my mind and I can't continue to live like this. Mm-hmm. So I wanted people to know. So I don't get any beer when I go out and I don't get any drinks if, if I fall back, you know. So yeah. mm-hmm. on, on the other hand, I think it's quite easy for me to be open about it. Mm-hmm. And obviously it could mean a quite big difference for somebody else totally. to be inspired about it and hear that, oh, this guy managed or there is a light at the end of the tunnel after all. Oh, um, yeah. Because it's a dark uh, journey for many of us. Um, totally. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody is uh, the other one alike. It's very different h- how you grew up, how you lived your lives, uh, what addic- addictions you have, if you're even a, an addictive person. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I mean, it's easy for me to speak out about it a little bit. And uh, if people can relate to something I have to say and it could help them to, you know, make it through the day, it's good. That's exactly what I want to do with this episode. And yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, what, uh, how was your life like uh, 10 years ago, nine years ago, just before you decided to, to stop drinking? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been kind of in my gut. I always knew that I was good at music and, uh, but I was a pretty insecure person mm. in general. Anyway, uh, I had a lot of friends. I had good company. I had a social, everything was fine in that way, but I, I never really f- felt like I was you know, doing good enough. Yeah. Um, Common problem, I guess. But then when I was drinking or whatever I was doing, I guess it gave me a little boost of self-confidence and uh, at least in in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, But my life in the end, when I decided to quit, it was, I was touring a lot with uh, Atlas Losing Grip. Mm -hmm. A lot of free uh, alcohol, uh, whatever you wanted. It's yeah. like that. And I honestly, I just uh, wanted to get uh, shit faced every, every night or every day because it could be mornings when I woke up and I was sitting in the tour va- van and I op- opened a, a whiskey or a whatever was left from the night before. <laughs> and um, I never thought about the consequences of my, my behavior because Mm-hmm. As a as an addict, addictive person, you get very self focused. You you yeah. you get egocentric, and uh, I don't know. I didn't care about the others around me, um, and I just wanted to be alone, and nobody understood me. And you know, but I I, I can I I have always had problems with uh, put setting limits for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, in things I get a rush from or things I like. I'm a all-in or nothing person. And I'm the same with drugs or alcohol. So 
I can't do it. I can't drink one beer. I have to drink 10 and I have to do it in the time of drinking one beer. When my friends finish one, I finish 10 <laughs> or something. I understand. And, uh, in the end, I just felt totally miserable and uh, I couldn't, uh, I wasn't in control of my own life. Uh, alcohol was in control of my life. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I thought about it one morning when I woke up, I couldn't remember anything from the night before. And it was always blackout. like that. Oh, a lot of blackouts. Yeah. Every time I drank and sometimes uh, I was going out for a beer and I had blackouts because I drank more. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, and, uh, so you said like, okay, let's have just a, a few beers, yeah. like a quiet night, and it yeah. it couldn't be like a quiet night, is it? Yeah. Yeah, and I think the rock bottom, hitting rock bottom, is the wake up call for most of us. But rock bottom thing is different for everybody. And I drank myself into the hospital. Mm. I, I a few times, I think, and I. Bro, you know, fucked up my relationships with people. I burned the candles at both ends many times, but still that wasn't rock bottom to me. Yeah. And I wonder what is rock bottom then to me? What, what, what's going to make me realize that I have a fucking problem with this. Mm-hmm. And one morning then I, I just came to the conclusion that either I quit now or it's going to kill me. Uh, either by accident or something else. It doesn't matter. Um, that's how it's going to end. And that, that made the decision quite easy for me because honestly, I love to live, you know, yes. I love my life. I love my people around me. Uh, I feel gifted to, to live the life I do with music and uh, seeing all these places and people. And mm-hmm. so, so that, that w- had to be the the alternative i chose yeah it's like you you at the same time you feel like you are super grateful to what you have like the band yeah, yeah. your family the, the your friends relationship but at the yeah. same time you're like but am i destroying all of this so yeah i was destroying all of it i mean the only reason i couldn't get the the boot from atlas losing whip was because i was the main songwriter so <laughs> otherwise they would fire me a long time ago Oh, so oh. I mean that's how it ends, uh, and uh, I don't I don't want to end up being a miserable, lonely person and fill filled with regrets on my final days. Because now is the time I have to change things. I can change things now. Mm-hmm. I will not be able to go back in time and change it. So. So you had uh, like introspect introspections, and you said, "Okay, I think now, not maybe not a rock bottom, but kind of a lot, maybe a few rock bottoms." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I realized that uh, this is gonna kill me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was one hundred percent, and uh, I mean that was my rock bottom. Uh, somehow, I. I you have to um, admit to yourself that you have a problem, first of all. Otherwise, you can never change it. And uh, that took me many years. I tried to quit drinking, you know, and I quit for six months. And then I started with a little bit. And 
every every time it ended up the same way. So, yeah. But every time I really believed it's going to be different the next time. Yeah, because you knew, probably you knew that, oh, I can live without. I just did six yeah. months. So yeah, yeah. I can be a normal drinker now. I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know how addiction worked. I mean, I didn't know anything. I was pretty young and I, I never saw myself as a, alcoholic I, i don't have alcoholism in my mm -hmm. with my relatives or nothing like that so i thought no nah, couldn't be a problem but i i always had a really bad relation to to alcohol and drugs because i i can't quit so yeah and i i read a lot about it because i'm into that process a little too my story is very different but i, I see some similar things <laughs> still yeah. but yeah. I think it's a trap to think, am I an alcoholic or I'm not? If I'm yeah. not, I can yeah. keep drinking because I'm not alcoholic. But yeah. there's, it's like a spectrum, right? Do you, do you agree with that? It's like there's a large spectrum of, yeah. of the addiction. It is. And uh, it's totally different to everybody. I mean, we all come from different backgrounds and yeah. different stories. Because for uh, me, it's something. Like, yeah. yeah, for me, no, it's different. Because I always knew when to stop. For me, it's like after three pints, which is a lot for. Yeah, a moment, yeah. Still, yeah. after three pints, I'm buzz. I know how to stop. But the yeah. problem for me was uh, after two pints, I know I'm gonna have a very bad hangover the next yeah. morning, even yeah. if it's, it's not the. I realize that quantity is not the only thing. It, oh. It's like the quantity don't doesn't matter with the fact that you need to stop. So, but I was like, it, it's like you said, I was like, wait, I never lose control. Um, oh. So why would I stop? But then in the last two years, it's like I had crazy hangovers for absolutely no reasons, like two or yeah. three pints. And then I was... I was waking up in the morning and I was like, Ugh, that can't be my life. But I was super yeah. frustrating because I was yeah. like, my friends have shots. They yeah. have like three or four shots. Uh, they have, they drink way more than I am, but they are super happy the next day. And I spent my day having nausea and yeah. feeling well for two or three pints. But then yeah. I realized I was like, okay, but maybe I can take a break too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, but it, I, I, I realized I was thinking like that too. Uh, I wish I was like everybody else. They, you know, they can go out and have a glass of wine or whatever. And I, I never, I was never interested in having a glass of wine. Why should I? Then I w could have a Coke instead because at least it tastes good. That was my opinion about it. Oh, that's I, I wanted to get drunk. That was the, the reason I was drinking alcohol because it doesn't taste I could drink a soda. I mean, yeah. if I want to taste, why should I drink some old liquid yeah. from a barrel? <laughs> I, I, no. that, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, I wanted the feeling. And it's always the same thing that next time will be different. The next time, maybe I can be like everybody else. Maybe I can drink uh, normally or whatever. Oh. But also on the second place in my ranking of reasons why I quit yeah. was also the hangovers. I had extreme anxiety and uh, depression uh, 
like symptoms and uh, I was hung over for three days after one night and uh, Ooh, uh, you know uh, yeah oh, I, I know that was also I, I think I'm allergic to to alcohol I, I can't I don't feel the way people feel you know after they have been drinking yeah so, uh. yeah I understand. I started to have very yeah. bad stomach problems. Uh, yeah. I always had, even when I was very young kid. And then I realized it was getting way worse when I was drinking. And yeah. uh, I was like, I, I need to stop. But even if I can moderate, I, I can have one glass of wine. I can have two. Yeah. But I still feels like shit. So why am I? Why do I keep going? So I think uh -huh. there's a similarity between our both of our stories, you know. <laughs> and it's that that social thing with the uh, anxiety around if people gonna think you're boring or if they don't want to hang out with you anymore mm. or if they uh, whatever they they think. Uh, I was really affected by that for the first two or three years. Oh yeah, I'm I was sober in the punk rock scene because you yeah. party all the time. Yeah, yeah. Also, also in my personal life at home, because I had an identity built up around being drunk. Oh, that was me. I mean, I, I, I was that guy. I was always around drinking beer with people or whatever. But in here, I knew that I was somebody else. That's not me. Oh yeah. But I'm trying to self-medicate. Uh, to get rid of the real me, I guess, or the real feelings or something like that. But mm. I mean, the social thing, if, if people think you are boring or doing a overreactive, uh, I don't know, making an overreactive decision because you want to quit drinking, mm -hmm. let them think whatever they want to, but they can think, outside of your lives you know before Fuck them all <laughs> yeah but i mean i mean i agree some, somebody's friends they should care about the person and if i make a decision that's good for me that makes me feel better to to make me cope with my own life if they don't support my decision they can fuck off because they're not my friends yeah exactly and it's kind of easy if you see it like that <laughs> Well, but yeah. it takes long before you realize that. But yeah. and for you, it was like nine years ago. So I, yeah. I feel like since then, a lot of people got sober. But at the time, did you have sober friends? Did you? Yeah, you I have... always, I always knew people within the straight edge community, and I, it's mm -hmm. always been around somewhere. You know, uh, the straight edge shows or. It's always been there, and I always somehow thought it was kind of cool, but I, I never thought it was something for me, really. Yeah. But it, that was never a reason either for me getting sober. It's, I can talk for myself hmm. when I'm sober. Obviously, I cannot talk for myself when I'm drunk, so <laughs> it's better to, to be sober for me. But um, I mean, nowadays, a lot of things cleared up. Uh, I see things clearly now. I know why I do things. And uh, it's very nice to live your life when you're in control of every situation thrown at you. You, you always, it's always the real you yeah. when you're sober. Everything you feel is real. 
everything you experience is real. Yeah. And that's clarity to me. It's really nice to know that, you know, when you see a really beautiful place somewhere and you get goosebumps or something because it's just so beautiful. And that's real. That's no drug. Yeah, it's not like a fun buzz and you're super happy, but it's not true. It's like chemical. But now it's true. And when it happens, it hits me extra hard. It's like, damn, I love my life. (laughs) You know, Uh... because this is real. What I see and what I do is real. And that's, yeah, that's uh, a reason to keep on being sober. Mm. What is the first changes you observed when you quit? Like you're talking about real emotions, real stuff, but what is the yeah. first thing you said? Oh, okay, now I see a positive effect of quitting. Oh, it's so hard. It was really mixed up. I, I got a lot less anxiety without uh, alcohol or drugs. I mean, physically uh, and psychologically, I, I, there was big differences. Um, I, it was many years now and I was younger, so I was, maybe I was, I'm more tired now, (laughs) but I remember that the anxiety went away. Wow. Not totally because I had not other things to, to, you know, deal with. But it's a big thing that you see an improvement because I know I have also anxiety and it can be overwhelming a lot. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I guess it's- it was really hard to be in social situations without alcohol because honestly, being around drunk people in these environments, it's loud volume. People are rude. People smell alcohol and smoke. Oh, and it's, yeah. It's totally worthless. Uh, and that made me kind of lonely, I think. Mm. I, I didn't want to hang out with around people who, who drank a lot too much. Uh, yeah. So I, I decided to go my own way. I don't know. Well, and, uh, it shows yourself. That's how. Yeah. Yeah. Yourself. I chose myself. And uh, nowadays I always think uh, that I will never ever, you know, take shit from someone that I don't deserve. And if I do deserve the shit, then I should stand up and, you know, take it and do something about it because obviously I made something, some mistakes. I did something wrong. But if people keep on bugging you, oh, you're such a boring, you're not a punk rocker, blah, 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 you know, fuck, fuck off. They don't have anything in your life to do. It's, they are just energy thieves. Did yeah. you, did you have some people saying mean things to you like this or you just felt it because you can feel it even if i feel i felt it Uh, i never had anybody stand up front and say Mm. but you know some people not friends but people around could say like yeah you're too good to drink and whatever you know aren't you drinking real beer blah 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 and it's always if you say i usually answer no i'm a sober alcoholic and then they don't have anything to say (laughs) It's either that or you say I drive a car or I'm pregnant. That's it. Pregnant for you is not a... <laughs> no, it's not an option. <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. It's so weird. Yeah. Saying yeah. I don't feel like drinking. That's never okay for these people. I, I totally feel that because when I say, oh, I, I'm taking a two-month break, people sometimes are like, 
what? I've never yeah. seen you passed out drunk. I'm like, I know, <laughs> but oh, I don't want to. That's the reason, yeah. <laughs> but you never saw me hang over like oh. shit for two pints either. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody's reasons are their own reasons. Yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't have to explain yourself. I don't have to explain myself. No, but it's very recent since I understand that. And, you know, during pandemic, uh, I started to work from home and yeah. I started to have like a beer after work. Only one. But yeah. like after like six, seven, eight days in a row, I was like, why am I doing this? Why? It's, it's everyone could say, but it's OK. You're just want to yeah. yeah. work and it's super socially accepted. But yeah. I was like. I feel that it's wrong and my stomach yeah. was feeling weird and I was like yeah. after one or two beers I'm I feel like lazy I have no yeah. motivation so it's for me it's very for health reasons but yeah. exactly it's but people are like why why would you stop I mean it's okay I mean, <laughs> and I was like I feel bad I'm like I know but <laughs> the, so, yeah the, they shouldn't ask that yeah it's none of their business but i think sometimes it's because they are reflecting on themselves and it yeah, of course. but nobody was mean to me everyone is like super cool but maybe they reflect on themselves kind of often i notice that when people behave like this it's because <laughs> they know that themselves they have a not too good relation to alcohol or, you oh. know and then they want people to to join them or that's how it works they don't want to be alone with their problems mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And probably are curious too like oh so what would yeah of course people what can be curious absolutely or like it's because it's mm. when i took like three months uh, or two months sometimes i realized how alcohol is everywhere
we were talking about having a natural adrenaline and uh, yeah. dopamine rush since yeah. quit drinking and you you feel like the fun on the stage is more real yeah and i have control of, of what i do i mean i don't fall i don't if something's broken i can find it immediately i'm i'm not in a haze uh, from, yeah. from being half drunk and it's a sweaty scene uh, stage and i i you know i'm totally there so Wow. Yeah. Even though I can feel drunk uh, quite many times uh, out of other reasons. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I noticed because I, I, like I told you, I'm also in a, yeah. a journey. I noticed that because I stopped for three months and I start for a month, I, I yeah. start drinking again for one month. And I noticed that the real buzz only lasts like 20 minutes for me. It's like the real fun lasts half an hour maximum and then it's yeah. it's just like i have another drink and i feel mm -hmm. like sloppy and the, the real yeah. fun doesn't last a lot so the real fun you have at night it's with people it's the situation it's not necessarily yeah. the, the booze but we are convinced that of course fun, right <laughs> i mean I, i'm not totally totally against people drinking i mean if you can handle it and if if it's a, just a little boost to your social life or yeah. as long as you don't change as a person and becoming another, another one, I don't have any problems with people drinking around me, but when people have problems with drinking, then I have a problem with them. I, I don't want it. I don't want to be near it because yeah, I don't feel good around it. Yeah. Is it like the destructive? Con the conversation or less, uh, real for you when you're yeah. with very drunk people yeah yeah and it's destructive i feel it's uh, it's not a positive uh, place to be it's uh, yeah it gets to me i don't like it it takes my energy away oh yeah. that's so important to listen to yourself about yeah mm -hmm. and i mean that's the the number one thing with this it's i want to feel better i need to feel better I've had a hard time, whatever. I don't want this anymore. I want a new life. I want a new direction. I, I don't want to have anxiety anymore. That's, I mean, that's a nice choice to make for everyone. It's a positive and good thing to, to choose. Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I feel like f from my experience, when I have sober journeys, sober months, I feel like everything else is better. Like, I have yeah. more energy to work out. I want to cook. I want yeah. to play music. I want to play piano. I want to do everything. But if I'm hangover for two or three pints, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The before and I'm just like, uh, I want to eat uh, McDonald's. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. So the rest of our life habits are for me much better. I feel the difference. Yeah, but I, I understand what you say because You know, when, when you maybe work out a lot, then you automatically, you want to eat better. Yeah. And then you automatically, you appreciate, yeah, you know, you appreciate th this side of life uh, more. Mm -hmm. But oh. if you eat junk food and just watch movies all, all day or whatever, it leads to something negative. <laughs> yeah. Probably. And um, I want the listeners to realize that it's not about the quantity you drink 
obviously. No, everything is personal. And I mean, people, yeah. people go to casinos. Uh, they don't drink at all, but they go there and they get the same result. So yeah, right. it's yeah, addiction. Right. It doesn't matter what your addiction is. Mm -hmm. Do you see an evolution with the, I would say, open-minded, uh, open-minding <laughs> in the scene in the last um, nine years? Like, do you see that? Do you still have questions like, why are you not drinking? But uh, do you I, feel, I, like, then I you feel have... like this? Mm -hmm. Younger people, mostly guys, mm -hmm. boys, men, whatever. They can be like that. They can be maybe a bit disappointed that I'm not a, a rock starish, uh, you know, party animal, or whatever. But the older persons who, who's been in in the maybe the touring community or the the music business, a lot of those people are sober because uh, oh yeah, it's a lot of they know they know. They have maybe similar stories to mine. They know you can't continue to live like this forever because it's going to take its toll, finally. But the younger kids may be opening bands or people... Uh, yeah, they, they are more maybe annoyed around it or... Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but I see a lot of people are open-minded, of course, but a lot of people are also narrow-minded. <laughs> so, I yeah. See feel like punk rock is incredible <laughs> because at this at yeah, yeah. i feel like at, at punk rock shows you have two mentality in, in the punk rock movement too you have like life is a party let's drink and you have the straight edge mentality like yeah. uh take care of your body and then you're at show and the two 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 mentality are uh merging yeah. <laughs> uh, to me it's always been punk rock is compassion to uh, to other people and feeling you know caring about other people or yeah. other beings animals whatever it might be totally. you care about you want people people to have, to feel good to have a good time and you, and you feel excluded from society so you you build your own society that is what what it's to me you know punk rock uh, but there's also a lot of idiots in the punk rock scene that maybe don't get this they maybe <laughs> yeah just think about fast music and uh, getting drunk that's not punk rock to me mm -hmm. that's not what it's about that's a uh, a bonus thing with the music the, the you know the mentality of punk rock should be to care about others i think and yourself of course and you're, that's what i was about to say we always forget yeah. <laughs> sorry ourselves. yeah yeah of course and when you 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 can You can uh, care about yourself and put yourself firsthand without being eg egoistic. Mm -hmm. It's it's not the same thing. Yeah, and oh my god, it makes so much sense. I <laughs> I think so. But yeah. it's true. When I grew up in punk rock, I thought it was like the life life of a party. It was yeah, that yeah. how I of course I knew that punk rock was uh, was about deeper values too yeah. like yeah. bad religion th their lyric yeah. Uh, exactly yeah propaganda. i mean it's always been yeah. super helpful for me to understand the world in a different way but i uh, also like okay at shows you drink and uh, and you know today uh the 
the times when I started to drink again was at shows. <laughs> yeah, and I understand that because yeah. that's a certain feeling to it. Yeah. And Drinking I, beer, going into the marsh pits and listening to good music. Yeah, it's and nice. I'm still wondering why, because now I'm totally fine not to drink at home, yeah. Yeah. at family and friends' dinners, even yeah. at restaurants, I don't care. But shows, it's like, mm. Yeah. Why? <laughs> because the, the, the live bands, they are better when you are a bit drunk. <laughs> That's the thing I noticed when I got sober, that, that okay, oh, it doesn't sound that good. <laughs> well, quite often, yeah. That's right. Really when I was drunk, it was like, oh, it's the best show of my life every time. But actually, it might have sucked. I need to, <laughs> to try and watch this. I thought it was because <laughs> my strongest association with mu with uh, beer was the fun. For yeah. me, it never was an association with like anxiety or oh. um, unwinding. If, beside recently with pandemic, but oh, but it was a strong association with punk rock fun, and I'm trying to stop having this. Maybe I'm not ready yet, but yeah. I, I'm I'm like, why is it? the hardest times for me not to drink. Why? I'm still reflecting yeah. on this. <laughs> it used to be fun to me too. I mean, to, to drink beer, listen to music and hang out with good people and go to shows. But with every year of doing this, it got harder and harder to keep it yeah. being fun because it wasn't fun in the end. All the fun was gone. It was only misery. And uh, some of us end up like that. And some people can just go on and have fun and they will, won't end up in any trouble. Yeah, you know? that's what I say to my um, friend, that the people who are telling me, but yeah. you don't need to stop because you don't really have a problem. I'm like, yeah, but if for you, if you don't have hangovers and you can do your day and you're fine, yeah, you yeah. don't act like yeah. a piece of shit at sh uh, when you're drunk, I mean that's yeah. fine. It's go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. For me, but I I feel destroyed every every more, next yeah. morning. So I would just I need to stop Absolutely. somewhere because I mean not everybody ha have these problems. So yeah, I mean some people can manage to live their lives totally in control and have have two beers and go home and there's no problem. So yeah, lucky you. <laughs> No, <laughs> keep so, on doing it. Um, what yeah. what kind of help did you get at first? Um, what was the mm -hmm. the resources in Sweden or online at this time? What did what help I didn't you? I didn't get any help at all, actually. Or like DIY. <laughs> yeah, I I was like I got some kind of rush out of how hard it was to stay away from alcohol. It was like a weird thing to say, but it's, it was a huge challenge to me. Uh, and the more I kept away from it, mm -hmm. I, got, I got a rush from it. And I felt, Ugh, you know, I'm going to fucking make it a few more months every time. I never, I thought some, I went to a psychologist and we talked a little bit about addiction problems and, uh, But I never got any help uh, besides uh, mm -hmm. that. Then on later days, I, I went to uh, narcotic 
how do you say it? anonymous the yeah, um aa and uh, yeah na uh helping group uh, narcotics anonymous and um mm-hmm. i i just went there to be in a room filled with strangers and i felt that everybody's story was exactly like mine even though i didn't know anybody i felt totally understood mm-hmm. and that w- that was a good um yeah, eye-opener to me to just sit there every once in a while and listen to people's stories. That's nice because you don't feel alone. Uh, exactly. Because you're never alone with this. There's so many people who, who have the problems and uh, not a lot of them talk about it. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. I think it, for me, it's also helpful to read about what is actually alcohol. Like it's yeah. a the point yeah. then what does it why i mean the buzz you like what it is exactly in your yeah. body the science behind yeah, it the science like, behind ah! it. yeah <laughs> like your body trying to get rid of a poison and i was like yeah. oh, i felt so sad at first yeah like oh <laughs> it's my, crazy my brain tries is trying to get rid of a poison <laughs> yeah. i felt really yeah sad. yeah that's what happens <laughs> Yeah. And I think it took for every little uh, trace of alcohol to get, uh, you know, uh, to leave your body takes a month, I think. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and that's yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, and your liver has to produce yeah. a chemical too to get rid of alcohol. Yeah. I'm not. I would uh, suggest other podcasts. Um, I follow a woman. Uh, she's doing sober pow- powered podcast, and she's explaining the, oh, the cool. science between uh, behind alcohol. And I think it's super great. She's absolutely great with science and it helped me a lot to understand because for me it's for health reasons so i was like oh so let's have information about health (laughs) yeah exactly and 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 whatever reason people choose it's a good reason because yeah it only it's only good to not put poison in your body i mean it's kind of simple mathematics (laughs) oh yeah so but i think uh yeah, I, not everybody needs to get help, and some people really need to get help. And there are places to go. There is a lot of info on the internet. There are a lot of social media accounts, and uh, oh, yeah, that's a good way to start. You know. Yeah. So, but I think it's important for everyone to look at what is available for help. Yeah. Yeah, of course, of in course. Area and online, and then you you say, okay, maybe I I'm more into this kind of help or this. Yeah, and to trust your gut feeling, and uh, I mean, all those years, I knew deep inside that I should not do this. Oh. I knew that I had a problem. I knew that I was not like everybody else. I was always the worst. I was always not thinking about any consequences and just mm. you know. And I knew that, and that's what made me feel extra bad about it. Yeah. So yeah. that's what you got to admit to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's... Were you, um, because I don't know, but maybe uh, did you like got into the straight edge bands for a while, like and focus on straight edge, like um, no. 
Like, Nothing. did you dive into minor thread and? <laughs> no, I, I mean I like hardcore music and Swedish hardcore and whatever, but um, I've never been uh, all in something like that. No, it's uh, I, I continue to live my life as as usual. Yeah, you you were very DIY but, in your. Um, yeah, journey. I think so. But I'm I'm that, pretty sure those band could help. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, I know they helped a lot of uh, mm. kids uh, when I was younger. I mean, if I had quit drinking when I was maybe 18 or 17 or whatever, maybe this would be the the solution, but not as a 30 plus. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I felt, uh, yeah. It's just, ah. mm -hmm. you have to rebuild your identity and you have to reconsider your interests. Think again about the people you choose to hang out with. Mm -hmm. Do they really want you to feel good or do they really just want themselves to feel good? Yeah, and you, you mentioned that you were the party guy, you were the drunk guy, yeah. it was your identity, and now you have to yeah. show people something yeah. else, something you yeah. are. I don't have anything to live up to except for my own you know, picture of who I am. Mm. People can believe whatever they want to i don't care <laughs> I, uh, I, i mean nowadays i'm a bit more confident in what i do with music and stuff so i i don't have that stress inside what do people think but mm -hmm. back in the day i was really stressed out about other pe people's opinions all the time and yeah. in the end it doesn't matter you know totally uh, oh, wow and yeah, it's a big you chose a big topic here <laughs> yeah, I, but I really yeah. wanted to do this. It's so yeah. so interesting, it's nice. and, and it's it's a lot of people can relate to what we are talking about <laughs> right yeah. now. Yeah, I'm really happy to be be part of this. It's yeah. cool. It's really and nice. you, you talked about the real fun, the re living the real thing, and I always thought that your biggest strength is being so energetic on the stage all the time. <laughs> Did you see a change yeah. about your performance on this? Because you. Yeah, 100% bad, change. You are like super um, connecting with the crowd. So yeah. what's the difference? Yeah, that's, a, that's a big change. I mean, when the music stops and I'm alone with a microphone, I don't have anything to say. Maybe, uh, thank you, uh, you know. Yeah. But when I'm playing, I'm hiding behind what I know I'm good at. I love doing this. I love to play. I love the energy. <laughs> Then I have no, no boundaries anymore. Uh, back in the day, I was not a good performer at all. I didn't have the physique. I, uh, you know, I, I was smoking good. cigarettes all the time. I was kind oh. of, you know, but I, I take care of myself nowadays, take care of my body. And I try to be in shape and I try to have the energy when I'm up on stage. And yeah. Oh, I, I wish I could see a video because I, I haven't <laughs> seen you played live um when you were drunk. No, I don't know if there's any videos when I'm really drunk. I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. <laughs> It's just that I, I always knew you as a very uh, incredible, energetic uh, performer. So I was wondering. I'm happy to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, music always gave me the energy, of course, even when I was drunk, I guess. But uh, yeah. nowadays, it's only the music and only the audience. And you connect with each other and you give something to each other. 
that's uh, uh, yeah. that's cool. I have a question for uh, from yeah. Ben. He wants to know what your favorite non-alcoholic beverage is. I know you like uh, non-alcoholic beers. I yeah, I drink it on tour uh, because it's a a thing. I always, you know, you want to be able to share with uh, your friends and have a beer before the show or something. Yeah. And I still want to be able to do it, but for some people, it doesn't work out to drink beer because it yeah mm -hmm. remind them of of real beer or whatever. So. It's not for everybody, mm -hmm. and, and I, I don't have it at home. Uh, oh, okay. Mm. Oh, you, have it. <laughs> you have Christmas sodas instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really. I mean, I drink it. a beer outside sometimes. Of course, I do. Uh, Non-alcoholic. You yeah. have some beers on the stage, but it. Yeah, I like that because, yeah, it, it's just water. Yeah, beer-flavored water. <laughs> Me too. I so, love, love uh, non-alcoholic beers. For me, it's like I keep. It's like the perfect world for me because I keep yeah. the ritual. I yeah. love the hop taste, but yeah. I feel amazing after. I'm not hangover the next yeah. evening if I. <laughs> exactly, and um, some of them actually taste like beer too. So. Oh yeah, and it's um, the, the IPAs. They they are really good. I, I like the non-alcoholic IPAs. They are the best. They're my favorites. I discovered yeah. two great. Um, It's not wine, but it's sparkling um, yeah. grapefruit, uh, not grapefruit, grape juice, but it's sparkling. Yeah, it's so good. It reminds me of champagne. So it ah, sounds good. Yeah. So, because I like the ritual. I like having cute glasses. and. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. It's something extra. I know it can yeah. be triggering for other people and it's totally fine. It's like whatever feels good for you. But I mean, alcohol should be something extra from the beginning. Maybe you cheer and you have a good time, you know, <laughs> for yeah. once and you, but it's, it's not like that anymore. It's something you do out of routine every weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh. but to answer your question, yeah, I don't know. Uh, non-alcoholic IPA, I, I, I like that, but at home I drink Coca-Cola zero <laughs> or I drink, you know, I don't know, lemonade. Yeah, and my bandmate uh, told me once that he, sometimes he just don't feel like drinking at all. He, huh. If he's thirsty, he's gonna have water, and that's fine. Yeah, of course. Yeah, water is the best drink ever. <laughs> but but because probably after a while you lose the ritual habits, like you don't care anymore having a glass in your hand at shows, for example, right? No, 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 no. And, and coffee. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention. I love it. I still love coffee and I still drink coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will never be able to drop coffee. Even if with my stomach problem, I should. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I just yeah, can't. It's, it's kind of hard to the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. And before we go, do you have yeah. any advices to people who would like to try either like sober months like I do or sober life? And they are going to a show um, and they feel maybe insecure. What would be your advices for them? I mean, not letting anybody else set the, uh, the how do you say? Influence. The, expe the expectations mm. you should have on yourself. I mean, if, if you know or feel or you maybe believe that it might be that you have a problem with something. 
Mm-hmm. And you want to try uh, time off. Um, make the decision for yourself and for your health and for the people around you that really care about this. And just leave the rest for a while and uh, take a day at a time. I mean, taking a huge challenge, like I'm going to be sober for 50 years now. That's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. So it's easier to say I'm going to be sober tonight, you know, Mm. and And, uh, I'm going to be sober tomorrow. When you wake up, I'm going to be sober today, you know, Mm. and uh, taking a day at a time so you don't overwhelm yourself with this huge task or something because yeah that's where many people fall back as i understood it yeah what different uh, difference does it make uh, you know yeah so and also if you are interested in what i have to say about it you can write me uh, on 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 instagram I, i'm totally fine with that if i don't have time to answer i will answer later uh, yeah, yeah. You know. oh that's so nice of you yeah because I, for me it's such a small effort to to put in to just give my take on this and i don't have to spill my whole history to anybody but i if i had some advice to give i i'd gladly do it because i know this hell and how it feels so yeah yeah Mm, Yeah. and it's and we have to admit that the punk rock world is not easy (laughs) to stay over even if we we talked about it already but even if there's way more people that are sober now we still uh, it's still be triggering and until you have that uh, confidence of being sober Mm -hmm. i always i just stayed in the back of the of the room and uh on the final song I left because then I didn't have to explain myself. True. And when I'm at a party, I, I rather don't say goodbye to anyone. I just leave oh. instead of having to explain to everybody why I want to go home early. It's better because they won't remember 10 minutes later anyway, oh. because they are drinking. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like people you would know. say, Oh really? Yeah, exactly. Okay, fine. But if yeah. it, does this to all people it might be annoying for you a lot (laughs) i always sneak out you know i don't don't tell anyone because i don't i don't feel like explaining myself so for people at shows they feel maybe triggered uh, a good advice would be when the show is over you can leave you can yeah just leave when the band stop playing yeah you're you can leave and it's fine Mm -hmm. and be honest uh, with your friends i mean if you go there with friends, you can say before you go there, you can just be, be honest and say, I'm not drinking tonight. I feel I have a problem with this. I want to try without it. Yeah. I'll just leave early. You don't have to think about that. You know, say it before, not during the night, because then we'll, people are going to, oh, what's your problem? Come on, uh, stay with us. You know. It's better to, to be to be honest when you're sober, when everybody's sober, because yeah, you can't yeah. argue with a drunk person. It's uh, like talking to a drunk <laughs> donkey or a horse. Something. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And um, maybe the venues could have more fun, non-alcoholic options, too. Sometimes it's... Yeah, it's me, getting better. Yeah, but, it's getting better. But for me, sometimes I'm still like, ugh. Uh, yeah, but something I figured too, uh, no matter how many non-alcoholic things I drink, I'm still not getting drunk and it's still yeah. going to be still going to be that way. So I might as well just drink water. I don't care because 
in the end, I never drank because I liked the taste. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they put in it because if I'm not getting drunk, it's not going to give me what I want. Yeah. It's, deep inside. it's fun to yeah. remember um, why you stopped. Yeah, exactly. You stop because you only want to get drunk if you stop because yeah. whatever, because you act like a bad person. Yeah. If you stop because you, you'll be sick tomorrow, I think it's, it helps a lot. Everybody's so different. It's impossible to give a, a good advice, I think, because yeah. we all have our different stories. Yeah, so, but I think you, no, you gave uh, good advices. Uh, yeah. uh, but first of all, put, your, put yourself in the center. Uh, you want to shape up your life and live the rest of your life feeling yeah. somewhat good. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. that's a legit reason. For me, it's so much fun when I'm somewhere and I don't take my two or three pints and then I know I can drive and it's that yeah. absolutely, I'm not like, oh, okay, I'm, I, I don't feel drunk, but am I okay to drive, blah, blah, blah. That's, a That's always a good thing to bring That's the car and say I'm driving. Yeah. So. Yeah. But also like, okay, I'm home earlier and I can watch a movie and tomorrow yeah. I feel great. So for me, yeah. the best motivation. <laughs> it's so nice on the day after New Year's Eve, you know? Oh. Uh, yeah. Sometimes just to be annoying, I wake up, I go for a run or something in the morning because, yeah, I feel like every day I feel good. So, and I just see these pizza eating, uh, you know, hungover, miserable persons everywhere. And it's like, oh, it's so good to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you truly feel alive. Well, yeah. thank you, Stefan. It's, uh, thank you for sharing you. your story. I didn't know if you were comfortable enough. I didn't want to go too deep if you didn't want. No, no. I think you, you didn't do fun. that. Okay, good. I mean, uh, there's no need in, in uh, talking about details any, in no, anything. Exactly. Because it's like, this is the story for... A lot of people, a lot of us, we share the same story. So, yeah. Yeah. So I like you. I said, appreciate. I appreciate being here. You, people can reach me. We can yeah. keep the, this conversation alive because it's a, it's a very important topic, and I think everyone is do do everyone do what they want. Everyone do yeah. what feels the best for them. But if you think that it might not be the best for you, maybe you can. Oh start to do some changes exactly and i mean as my final word i can say that i wouldn't be anywhere where where i am today if i if i didn't quit drinking or doing drugs because mm -hmm. life opened a lot of roads for me to take so you know i uh. i i could see my qualities i used my qualities in a good way i got into a good band i You know, uh, I, yeah. I can handle what I what I have, yeah. and that's awaiting for all of us mm. after the addiction problem. You know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So, so much light. Yeah, yeah, a lot of light. <laughs> and it's available for everyone if if uh, absolutely they get help. Just gonna fucking run into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. And we, uh, like we said in the last episode, I'll be aware of all your bands are doing and, and i see you uh, next year yeah i can't wait to see you in person yeah, same here it's share, gonna be great share a sober ipa with you yeah and i'm yeah we, we're gonna do energetic shows oh 
Yeah. yeah, I'll be an energetic crowd member. <laughs> yeah, your your first sober stage dive then. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I got like lower back pain. <laughs> yeah, me too. But okay, I'll do it. I'll do it the same night then. With <laughs> I have this on video, Stefan. We'll do yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Stefan. Uh, See you soon. <laughs> See you soon. Bye. What a great and deep chat. Thank you again, Stefan. I will keep doing my sober breaks from times to times and probably on a more regular basis. I'm not sure if I'm ready to be 100% sober forever all the time, but the more I read about alcohol, the less it seems fun for me. So we'll see in the future. Repugmentation. The last song for today is a suggestion from someone on Instagram. He got sober and this song helped him so much. He got a tattoo about this song. It's the story so far and the song If I Fall. Do you think I asked them permission? Mm. Who knows? <laughs>
so much for listening. Thank you to our sponsor, EpicMerchStore.com. Thank you to Scott Alquist for the edit. If you need your band to be mixed, you can reach him. If you want to support the show, you can subscribe to your favorite platform. You can share it in your social medias and tag me. If you want to spend some money, you can subscribe to the Patreon page for some exclusive content. You can also make a one-time donation on Buy Me A Coffee and PayPal next week. Oh, I'm excited because I'm gonna interview Ross Rankin about his new solo album. Don't miss this. Until then, punk your life and see you next week.